0: What's up you guys, Sean Ross Sapp, ahead of AEW New Japan Forbidden Door, June 26th. You can check it out live on Bleacher Report, as well as select theaters, and we got a name you know, but a name that we've never interviewed here on FIFA. we got Miro, who's in action in the All-Atlantic Championship match this Sunday. Miro, how you doing?
1: Good, man. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, thank you for being here. Uh, we talked off the air. You're super naked right now. Uh, what motivated yes. this decision?
1: um it's just my lifestyle i like being naked is
0: and and you said off the air that you wish there were more nudists in the world do you think a nudist wrestling (laughs) character would work no midian tried it back in like 1999
1: absolutely not it's it's still a television we need to show you know ourselves appropriately there's kids out there watching we don't want to scare nobody But what I was, but I was, I was surprised by your announcement. You said that we can watch this pay per view in theaters.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you definitely don't want to take your nudism to the theaters. I don't think that would work out well for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different section, but but that's really cool, man. I used to work at this other company that was never available before. I think that's a that's a great thing for the fans out there. I mean, I always, when I was a kid, imagined myself and you know with friends. Hey, what it would be great to watch wrestling in theaters. And now it's possible. I think that's fantastic. Great idea by AEW.
0: Yeah, Closed Circuit was big business like in the 80s and early 90s. And I'll tell you what made me interested in maybe watching wrestling in a theater. Last year, when I was at Double or Nothing, and everybody that was there was watching Stadium Stampede together on the big screens as it unfolded, mm-hmm. that was right. such a cool environment to just kind of watch it. On screens with a bunch of friends and people that I worked with, so I think that's really cool that that's happening in, in theaters more and more There's yes. one, uh, a good 10 minutes from my house and uh, one of these days I'm going to hit it up, but you're going to be beating people up this Sunday, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's what I do I go out there and I just do that to my best abilities <laughs>
0: Now I know that obviously it's a bummer Tomohiro Ishii can't be in that match and that seems like the type of guy that you would love to to lock it up with. I mean that that's got to be a guy that's that's on your list down the line, right?
1: Yeah, I was that I was very excited about the Forbidden Door. I've never worked I've been to Japan before, worked there, but never actually had to lock up with any, you know, uh professional wrestlers from New Japan. So I was really really excited, especially with the Ishii match. I know people have been asking for it, and I love nothing more than challenge myself and then prove these people how good I am and show them that I'm the world champion that, that I am, or I think I am, or I will be. And I wanted to test that, man, but unfortunately, you know, uh, things happen. Man get hurt. I, I think it's his knee, he went out, but it's okay. Once I get the old Atlantic title, you never know. I may, I may have to fly to Japan and, and face this man.
0: So when you were a free agent, obviously the world was in a different place. Japan or New Japan just wasn't bringing people over at all. Like that just wasn't an option there. Was that something that you had entertained or you were like, man, I'd really like to go to New Japan as well uh, before you even signed with AEW?
1: Um, I've always been interested in New Japan. But like you said, uh, once it was the pandemic, nobody was flying over there. It was very complicated It still is kind of complicated situation. Uh, but everything will happen with due time. I'm just picking names now I'm figuring out who I want to beat, who I want to give opportunity to, wants to get the title. Because, I mean, let's face it, I already know I got this title. That's how I operate. I know I already won. I consider myself a winner already. And I'm looking forward and picking opponents for the future. So New Japan is a wide open door, forbidden door, <laughs> that I would love to walk through and drag all them guys with me, man.
0: And this match particularly is, is the one I'm, I'm most looking forward to on Sunday. It's four very distinct styles. There, there's yourself. Now there's Clark in the match. Then there's Pack and uh, Malachi Black, who, again, wrestle completely different. Different shapes, different sizes, different styles. I mean, how, how do you look or how do you really prepare when you go into something like that? Because... A lot of psychology within a match can be sort of compromised by having so many people in it as well. And it is a unique different approach to have so many guys in the ring.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I know the other two guys, I know Malachi Black. I know the Pagan, he's he's a great fighter, great performer. He's got the kickboxing MMA style as way. So I'm, I'm pretty familiar with his style. Pac, I've wrestled him before in a different universe. Uh, This is the man that tore my bicep. Let's not forget about that. So I still have a little grudge towards him. But he's a little bastard, man, in literal words. And he's flying around like crazy. He's ugly as hell. But, (laughs) you know, he's still that makes him a better better competitor. I don't know, but I'm okay with him. But the other guy, you know, even for Ishii, I kind of did my research. I was because that's what I do. I like doing my homework. I like seeing what people like styles and the way they move. I like to explore that. But for this new kid, I haven't had time to prepare yet. So, you know, he's a new addition to the match. He's going to be a little challenging, maybe. Uh, But I'm going to do my research and see how how he moves, how he operates, so I know what the best way to attack is. But at the end of the day, nothing can stop God's forsaken champion to become God's favorite champion once again.
0: Now, I don't know if you've seen this, but you're not the only person in your family angling for a big match. Uh, I posted a tweet yesterday that... Rick Flair is looking for somebody for his final match. And CJ Perry said, okay, I'll do it.
1: <laughs> Can you blame her? I mean, CJ Perry. And she wanted me to plug CJPerry.com because it's a great yeah. website, apparently. Uh, that I will be appearing soon. I don't know. I guess she's got photos of me as well. But anyways, <laughs> um, I'm not surprised by it, man. CJ loves challenges. She's That's why I married her. She's not like... A woman who is just okay with being in the same place and just dribbling the ball no she's always wants to attack she also to want, always wants to move forward she wants to do you know better at anything she does and, and rick flair is a legend in our business i'm sure what she tweeted she actually meant um unfortunately i'm not too happy about rick because cj is really stiff so when she hits him i don't know what's going to be remaining of rick flair but Let's see if that match is going to happen.
0: I, told, I said that I was tempted to write an article about it. Then she just wrote an article about it herself and posted it on Twitter. And she said terms of the agreement were that she absolutely in no case would promote cjperry.com, her exclusive <laughs> content site. So no, no, that,
1: never. She, she would never do that. She that's would not, never. That's she would that's never. Not move. No, no, no.
0: Well, we're obviously happy to see you back in action. You you were out of action for quite a while. How are you feeling physically in... And sorta of how did that progress? Uh
1: I feel great now. I feel great. It was I mean, you know the deal. I was um I was doing a little movie before that, then I got my hamstring little tweak, then we got the call. I had to fly and do the Orange Cassidy match. You know, I had this great opportunity for the world title. I took care of Orange Cassidy in a hurry, but I, I ripped my hamstring even further. And then knowing that I had to come back a week later to fight Brian Danielson was maybe one of my biggest challenges so far in my career and thankfully to uh, dr bo hightower in new mexico he really got me up on my feet i I was barely walking and i had a week to prepare for that match and um i was with him like every day a few hours a day just so i can rehab that hamstring and trying to like i said just to be able to walk and eventually you know a week later i was i mean it was okay we had the brian match and after that match though my hamstring was done he was just screaming of I've, I want to rest. And that's what happened. I needed some time off. Um, I thought I was going to come back around January. That's why we did those vignettes. Unfortunately, you know, when you when you fall out of the wheel of AEW, our, our roster is so stacked with great guys, great competitors, um, that, you know, I can't be offended by it. And then I had a, a few acting gigs in the meanwhile that I got to taking care of. So I had my time off. I, I loved my time doing that. Uh, but now I'm back, and I want more than I had before.
0: You, you mentioned a couple of things I wanted to touch on. I see the chiropractic videos with uh, Bo Hightower on Snapchat mm-hmm. all the time. Like, yeah. And people that I know that don't watch wrestling, they'll come across those as well. Do you have anybody that ever just like recognizes you from that or sort of gets in contact with you because of that? Because it seems like those types of pieces of content transcend wrestling a little bit.
1: It's very interesting, actually, people do say that. Like, oh, aren't you the guy I've seen you with that Dr. Cairo, Dr. Bo, which is very amazing to me. The only the the other surprising thing I ever had in my life was somebody said, Hey, aren't you CJ's husband? <laughs> yes. Because they were watching Total Deals or whatever it was. I was like, Wow. And now the second time is this getting me by Dr. Bo Hightower, which is very unusual. But I'll take it, man, because this man helped me so much. Um, like I said with my hamstring and before with all these chiropractic adjustments. I think he's one of the best out there. And uh, I wish he lives down the street so I can be healthy and great every day. Unfortunately, he's in New Mexico, but yeah. but I'm thankful for him.
0: I'm not surprised to hear the Total Divas thing because I would teach women's kickboxing and they would know who Jimmy Uso was, but they'd have no idea who Triple H or The Undertaker was. Like they, <laughs> and I, I thought that was really charming. It's cool. It's a, it's a new way to introduce people. To, uh, to wrestling. Would you ever be interested in doing a reality show again?
1: Man, my life is a reality show. That's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. I don't care about cameras. They're my best friends. You got to put camera.
0: clothes on, though.
1: No, you don't. It's my reality show. I mean, it's my rules.
0: Fair. I mean, I, I watch Naked and Afraid on Discovery all the time. They survive See? out in the woods without clothes all the time.
1: See, this is kind of the same thing, but we have fire and food.
0: Yeah, that, that's fair. Um, and we're not afraid. We're in
1: love. Naked and in love.
0: That, that's already a show. They're doing that now. Naked and no in love. Way. Where they, they they date, but they don't have clothes on. See? I mean, you, you got to get these ideas out there, Miro.
1: <laughs> Good for them. I know. I should have spoken to my agent first.
0: <laughs> you, you had also mentioned acting. I mean, that's something that many of us had heard about along the way. Do you have like grander aspirations for that? Or is it something that you're just kind of trying and seeing out how it works?
1: No man, I love acting. I always have. You know, growing up, I was a big like I said Hulk Hogan fan before, but also Arnold and 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 Stallone. Always my favorites, and just as much as I learned from their movies and their stories of you know never giving up and all that. After Rocky and and Terminator, to be my favorite movie. Love it. Like of course I of course like I want to do acting. It's so much. It's, it's just it's a it's a completely different challenge. It's a lot more smaller. I go to school. I go to acting school. I. I I have classes all the time, but it's very different than wrestling and it's but also one can help the other and vice versa. You just you gotta find the right balance.
0: You mentioned Terminator two. I think it's one of the greatest movies of all time. I agree with you. Thank you. Who would be the T one thousand of wrestling of people you faced and who would be the Sarah Connor of wrestling, in your opinion? Oh, man. To me, Sarah Connor was like the biggest badass. She was Ronda Rousey before Ronda Rousey, to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Sarah Connor was fantastic, especially the bridge they did with with episode one, with the yes, you know when is. she was just a regular girl to two. Now she's a badass and yeah. kicking ass. It's a what a great bridge. It's but who would that be? I don't know. You know, I'm biased. I always say my wife. Of course, she she's fierce and she's into acting and I mean everything that we do together. It's better anyway. It's just since day one, every time we've been together, we're money. So I would say that so because I'm going to be the other Terminator, of course, but for 1000, though, t 1000, that's not an easy job. You know, we got to be somebody vicious, somebody with with the intensity, but at the same time, like a silent killer of oh, man, who would that be?
2: Who
1: would that
0: um, be? Man, I feel like the original Stone Cold gimmick would have been that way, where he was like, he, he wanted he to be too, cold and calculated.
1: He was too big, though. He you was. know, T one thousand that's his advantage. He he's right. smaller. He's got to be. I don't know. I don't know who's the the. I don't know. He's
0: he's a tough one. He he's one of the greatest villains of all time. Oh, because I
1: absolutely agree. I absolutely, agree he's
0: so that. versatile. And I would always pop when I would see him in other movies, like when he was in the Marine with Cena. I was like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. He
1: uh, was with Cena again in his last uh, series, wasn't he? Oh, and, yeah, I uh, think you're right. He was his father.
0: Yeah, you're. Yeah, on uh, Peacemaker.
1: Peacemaker, that's right. Man. But uh, nothing touches D 1000
0: Yeah, he's the GOAT villain, in, in my opinion. Uh, we had also heard, well, we didn't hear it, you had mentioned it on the Kurt Angle show uh, a while back that you re-signed with AEW. I mean, obviously, that leads us to believe that Things are going pretty well there. What, what led to your decision there? And how, how was that process?
1: Well, um, they wanted me, you know, they wanted me to sign a long-term deal for a reason. And I signed long-term for a reason. <laughs> uh, it's a place where I can be creatively free. And now that's what you're seeing on screen, man, it's just the ball. Uh, the ball is in my court and my boss, Tony Khan, let me have that and say, hey, go do you. And I feel that played a big role into into my decision of being here, because you know everybody watching AEW knows that I'm a world champion. I know it, um, and it would be short. I will be shortchanging myself and TK calling that I'm not that, mm-hmm. um, and I walk around with that mentality as well. So I don't want to sit around and collect a check. I want to create to evolve and to become a world champion. Uh, but before that, I'm going to have to focus on the All Atlantic Championship, which is going to be even bigger than the World Championship. But yeah, that's that's it man. I just I I love this place and Tony Khan believes in me. He lets me do me. He doesn't have to be involved in every single thing. And I love that. I love working with him. I love the company. I love the stacked roster that we have. The opportunity for me to I mean almost like 99% of these people that I'm fighting now it's for the first time we've never wrestled before and I love those challenges, man. I love I love it. Every, every single time I step my foot in the ring and it with a little time I have. Sometimes, like I said, it's stock roster. You see that sometimes I have 30 seconds, 45 seconds, but I make the most of it every single time. And that's what it's all about. It's not just about having great matches or having this 20, 30 minute matches. They're great. We only have so much television. It's about what do you do with those 30 seconds that you have with the 45 seconds that you have. And this is why I excel the, the most.
0: Did you have like a, I don't want to say an unusually short deal, but it seemed like your original deal was like maybe a year, year and a half. If so, yeah. like what, what led you to, to that length or, or those terms necessarily when you were coming in?
1: Well, cause it gave Tony account a discount. Okay. I gave him a discount. I told him, Tony, I'll sign for this money because it's the pandemic. But after that year and a half, we're coming strong.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm
1: yeah I mean it's it's because I knew man I knew that he's signing a wrong guy he's signing a twitch guy he's signing a twitch guy he's basing his opinions on his on my twitch and that's why the whole thing with you know kind of with, with keep started yeah. which I knew that's not me I knew that's gonna that's just that's just not who I am and uh, I knew once this year and a half is over I'm gonna show him who I am and what I'm what I'm capable of and we're gonna sit down and talk like men for men's money and that's exactly what happened
0: so I assume that all went smoothly and, and well, because and, you all came to terms. Here I am. And you had mentioned uh, Twitch. I mean, that has been such a, a great tool, especially for wrestlers to connect with their audience. And to me, it, it's natural, because you guys are entertainers, but you're also athletes. It's, it's that perfect mix. And streaming seems like just a natural, a natural way to connect with that audience. Have you found that that even connects you with people outside of wrestling as well?
1: yes and everything started very accidental after my release uh from the wwe you know i just had nothing i had to just sit at home for three months i wasn't able to work anywhere so you know thankfully to uh xavier woods and my mentor shaq kind of not like shaq told me but they they kind of inspired me to do what i love doing i love playing video games in my time off i loved it since i was four years old so why not do it when I'm chilling at home and and connect with my with my friends, with my audience, with my uh, with the handsome chatters as we call them. And uh, I thought it was a great experience, man. We got to grow as a community. And you're right, it does connect you because not everybody watches wrestling. Some of these people, a lot of they have, they're just uh, uh, a gamer fans or or whatever. So being able to do that crossover to show them what wrestling is or showing wrestlers what video games are wh- wh- however you want to turn it i think video games are such an important part of today's world and people are trying to sh- uh, talk bad i was going to say a bad word people are trying to talk bad about video games which i never understood man we always we we all have our our downtime some people want to drink alcohol smoke cigarettes and do heroin and some other want to <laughs> play video games you know and some of these old timers are calling this a bad thing, which I don't think that's a bad thing. Just because we have more brains now than the people before. That doesn't mean video games are bad.
0: I, you know what? I agree with you. I agree with you.
1: Sorry, Undertaker. We don't have guns and drugs and we don't <laughs> fight each other. Backstage.
0: You know, that's the headline. You know, that's the, he- you know, that's getting picked up, right?
1: Do you think I give a shit?
0: I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, you cut promos on God. I am 10 minutes away right now, Miro, from where God last wrestled at Backlash 06 against the McMahons at Rep Arena. I didn't get to go to it. I've always regretted it. Are you going to bring him out of retirement?
1: That's up to him. I've been looking for him. He's not looking for me.
0: Do you you think there's ever a situation where you think you've worked yourself into a shoot? Is God going to speak to you and be like, cut that out?
1: Well, God speaks to me all the time. Has he told you to cut it out yet? Have I stopped?
0: That's a good point. That is a good point. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're going to see that roll on at Forbidden Door on June 26th. Miro, I want to thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk with me. Never got to before. And obviously, I uh, hope I get to again.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. Maybe next time we'll have camera and clothes. <laughs> or no cameras and no clothes. <laughs> uh,
0: guys, until next time. We're out.
1: Peace.
0: (laughs) Miro talks to a higher power during his promos, but you don't need a higher power to browse more safely, more securely, and change your virtual location with just one click. NordVPN.com slash Fightful has that for you. You can be anywhere in the world with NordVPN.com slash Fightful and still get that online threat protection block online trackers, block annoying pop-up ads, block malware. Not only that, you can access geo-restricted content on all your devices, your phone, your laptop, your desktop, your PC, your router, your TV. It doesn't even matter. And now they have three bundles. They have standard with the VPN only. You can get plus, which adds a pass. Then you can get complete, which adds a locker on top of that. And you still get the great NordVPN deal with an additional month free on any of those plans and a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash Fightful.
2: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.